0: Welcome to the People's Choice Award podcast, brought to you in partnership with Tier 1 People and Fintech Australia. The Finneys, Australia's largest and most prestigious Fintech awards, are fast approaching, and we want you to be part of it. Sponsored by the Victorian government and major partners Vocus and SwiftX, the Finneys are a chance to celebrate the amazing people, incredible innovations, and remarkable resilience that the FinTech industry is known for and built upon. Thank you to MasterCard for sponsoring and presenting the Award for Emerging FinTech Organization of the Year at this year's Finneys. We look forward to seeing everyone on the 9th of June in Melbourne. And don't forget to make your vote in the People's Choice Awards. I'm joined by John Winters, who's CEO and co-founder of Superhero, and they're in emerging fintech of the year category. John, first of all, congrats to everybody at Superhero for making it to the finals.
1: Thanks, Dexter. It's pretty exciting. It's the uh, it's actually the first awards that uh, Superhero has ever been nominated for, and and certainly the first awards that uh, in in my business career that I've been uh, part of. So pretty exciting over here at Superhero.
0: Well, fantastic, and look, I'm sure it'll be the first of many. Um, but we're here to talk a little bit more about Superhero. Could you tell our listeners a little bit more about the business and what you do?
1: Sure. So we, we, only, we only launched uh, late 2020, uh, but we launched as Australia's uh, lowest cost share trading platform. Um, but what we really try to do is we, we, we try to make investing accessible. So, so you can come to, to Superhero, you can create an account in a matter of minutes, and you can start investing in direct shares or ETS for as little as $5 a trade. Uh, and what we've seen is a huge amount of people come onto the platform, and and it, they're either experienced investors who who know their way around investment markets, but we've got a lot of people who have come on and they're just starting to dip their toe in in that in that wealth creation journey, uh, and they're starting with superhero, which is fantastic.
0: Now um, it's been a really interesting period since COVID hit. Uh, you know, with the markets tanked, and then they're, you know we're seeing kind of record levels. What's what would you say is the big problem that superheroes are addressing in the whole investment space?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting question. we we as as millennials, we we've seen our parents and grandparents. How, hang on a second, uh, mate.
0: I'm a superhero customer, right? And I'm I'm no <laughs> I'm no millennial. I'm generalizing, <laughs> I'm generalizing. <laughs> You
1: you can be a millennial for the day. Um, But uh, we've seen, and and I'm sure it'll be for you as well, you know, we saw our parents and grandparents growing up and they were investing in shares and many many people had a portfolio of bank shares and, you know, they've they've built wealth over, over, you know, many years, many decades. Um, And it's always been certainly for me growing up it was always this thing that was quite sort of out of out of reach it was like i needed to get to a point to be able to be accepted into that into that club to be able to do that and if you look at if you look at society the stock market is where a lot of wealth is created and it is it is you know like a it's it's a, it's a club um where where the wealthy play and the wealthy make money and we're trying to break. What we're trying to do is really trying to break down those those borders. We're trying to break down that that thinking, and that make investing accessible to everyone. So it shouldn't be the wealthy who can invest in shares and, and generate a lot of wealth. We should be able to start as early as eighteen with as little as a hundred dollars. And no one's no one's brought that to market before. No one's brought that proposition to market. Let's make it low cost, low barrier to entry, the ability to start investing today. And ultimately, by the time that you are you know, in your 40s, 50s, 60s, your, your knowledge, understanding and understanding of, of wealth creation, it would be so much further ahead than, than with previous generations. And ultimately, your wealth will be so much greater than, than previous generations as well.
0: Mm. Now, we, one of the things that's always frustrated me, John, is um, the lack of ability for me to move my money quickly. And one of the cool things I, I think when I signed up for a superhero account is and, and it's it's even improved since then. But I think I was kind of one of the first people to download the or go onto the platform because he didn't have the app at the time. Um, yeah. But one one of the cool things that uh, for me was that I signed up within two minutes, and four four hours later, I'd invested in shares. Um, contrast that with the account that I've got with my big four bank, and uh, it was probably <laughs> you know, let's yeah. just say it was a bit more of a painful kind of story to share. Yeah. Um, what what is it that um, you know you've seen kind of evolve around the behaviours of of some of your customers and and how you know how they're they're kind of benefiting from this almost immediacy of being able to get an account and being able to invest.
1: Yeah, well, I think people want things on demand these days. You want to be able to turn on your TV and watch what you want straight away. And if you have your money, you want to be able to put your money to work straight away as well. You don't want to wait overnight or two days or five days for you know, for a check to clear or for a payment to to settle. You know that's kind of old old school. Um, so we, yeah, when you when you sign up with us, we we actually issue a you a, with a, a unique pay ID, um, and and you can deposit funds into your account immediately. We're we're actually about to roll out your own unique BSP account number, so you get a virtual cash account when you sign up with with superhero, um, so you can deposit into your own account. Um, but but it is that immediacy that that people want and. We looked at it and thought, "Wow, you know the banks are probably holding people's money for a period of time. They generate interbank lending rates over you know, inter- inter-bank, uh, interest rates over those funds over the you know the, the, the day or two that they're holding the money um, But if you give people the flexibility to do what they want when they want it, you ultimately get to this point where people people don't do." Do things in a in a reckless or irresponsible way, and and that's what we're seeing. You know, it's it's not it's not um, giving people that that immediate access is is what they want in the first instance, and it it is improving customer behaviour as well. They're making smarter decisions. They're saving more money. They're investing in better companies. You know, it's it's actually been quite interesting to see the behavior um change and prosper yeah. with with the way that we've built the platform
0: yeah and there's obviously been a lot in the press with gamestop and reddit groups and you know what is um you know kind of making i think um you know the regulators pretty nervous as well and we've you know heard some stories around um how robin hood's been benefiting and and is in collusion with hedge funds etc um yeah, kind of conscious that um, people aren't comparing Robin Robin Hood with, say, a superhero because it's a very different approach that you've got. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit more about how how the business works and and kind of where you're you're focused?
1: So it is it is very different, and and I guess the the Aussie market compared to the US market is very different. So what what some of the the US competitors do is. Firstly, in the US, when you trade with an exchange, so when someone puts on a trade, it goes through your broker to an exchange. The exchange pays the broker a credit for the volume. In Australia, we've got, we've got a duopoly, but we've really got a monopoly in the ASX. And you pay for the pleasure. So when you want to place a trade through a broker, it goes into the exchange and you pay the exchange to execute your trade. Because the US is so competitive, it's reversed. So the exchange pays you for volume and they're called exchange credits or what, what we've seen in, in the media, it's payment for order flow. Now, what some, what some companies have done is instead of trading directly into the exchange, they actually sell their flow or they trade with, with other high-frequency trading firms, which may, which may give you a, a slightly worse price so, you know, an Apple share may now be, um, you know, one cent, one cent worse than what you were going to pay. So instead of paying 130 US dollars and 21 cents, you may actually pay 130 dollars and 22 cents. And that one cent is getting split between the high frequency trading firm and the broker. So, so yes, there has been a lot of noise and, and you know, that doesn't exist in Australia. So you can't do that in Australia. It's actually creating a false and misleading market if you were to try and do that, which is against the market integrity rules. Regulation; it, it would have um, serious, uh, probably criminal uh, charges brought against you if you were trying to do it. So, so the Australian market is fundamentally different um, when it comes to when it comes to things like GameStop and the, the frenzy that we saw in the market and what we've seen on Reddit, Facebook forums, and things. Yeah, you know, I think. I think a lot of what we're seeing is noise. So whether it's payment for order flow, whether it's, whether it's Reddit um, comments or forums or, 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 or all of this social media stuff, it is, there is a lot of noise and it would be a very small minority of the market that is on those forums, but it gets the most voice. That's the interesting thing. So there's all these people on those forums, but it's not. it would be a small percentage of the overall market. It is getting a lot of airtime. It is getting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, you know voice in the market. But I do think, and I always say to people, I caution people, do your research, and that does not mean reading people's comments and, and theories yeah. on, on Facebook.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting to see um, how the the behaviours are shifting and yeah you, know, you look at some of the the growth that we're seeing and it's almost like you know traditional fundamentals have gone out the window you talked earlier about you know the traditional portfolio and it being bank stocks and we're seeing a you know a, what seems to be very much a kind of a, a huge change a paradigm shift um in you know not just in industry but it's being reflected in the way that people invest as well how have you Kind of help your customers um, with that fundamentals piece and and the research. Or do you have any tools within the platform that can help people kind of get their heads around investing?
1: Yeah. So so what we what we say one of our one of our taglines is invest in what you're invested in. And some people say, "What what does that mean?" Uh, but it's it, it's actually pretty simple. You, you're invested in a lot of companies, not financially, but by using their products. There'd be, there'd be a huge majority of Australians that use an iPhone. They understand the product. They understand the business. You know, Airtasker, which recently listed on the stock market, people understand their business model. They understand the product. They understand the brand. And it's, it goes a long way when you're investing. You, you need to understand what you're going to invest in. And the easiest way to do that is to look at companies that you use and that you know. And that's what we're seeing on – that's what we're certainly what we see on the platform. We see a huge amount of investment going into, in, into U.S. tech-themed investments, um, you know, things that have big weightings, Apple, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Netflix. You know, it's those sorts of companies that people use every day. And in Australia, things like Afterpay and Zip and, and uh, Airtasker, it's those companies that have awesome user experience. They they get the customer, they're customer obsessed, you know, in the same way that that we are here at Superhero. Where if you look at the banks, it's a constant struggle for you know, it's a constantly poor experience that people have, um, and and it turns people off from an investment point of view. So in terms of coming back to to your question, in terms of How do we help people invest? What we've actually done on the platform is we've categorized the market. So if you, you know, we've got about 2,500 different investments on the platform, all ASX listed shares and ETFs, but you give people 2,500 choices and you always get decision paralysis unless you're an experienced investor and you know what you're going to invest in. But if for someone who's starting out and going to dip the toe in, going to start to put some money to work, whether it's $100, $500, $1,000, or or more, it's like, what do you start with? So we've categorized the market very much the same way as what you would see on Netflix. You know, if you want to watch action and adventure movies, what we've done is we've broken it up to cashless society or I Love Gold. It's a bunch of gold miners, gold ETFs, where you can invest in actual gold bullion through through the ASX, Um, whether it's big banks, all of the banking stocks. So we've broken them down into easy-to-understand categories. That, that people can digest, people can look at those individual companies and then decide which one they think is the best. Uh, we're very cautious around not giving people advice. We don't understand everyone's individual circumstances, yeah. but we do want to help people make make that decision easier for them.
0: Brilliant. Now, um, I think we um, had you on the show the week that you you officially launched I mean, that was the
1: first few days, yeah. Yeah,
0: it was. Yeah, and um, it's it was really it's really cool to see the bus ads everywhere and to see your name kind of driving <laughs> around Sydney. It's it's awesome. It kind of comes whizzing past my house every now and then. I see it's, superheroes. it's just
1: as awesome for us as well. Oh, yeah. there's a superhero bus.
0: Yeah, but um, <laughs> look, what, cool. what what kind of growth have you seen since you since you launched, John?
1: Well, I can't remember how many people we had on the um the platform when we caught up i think we had well you had an extra one i think up. as
0: soon as as soon as the podcast finished because i yeah, went online yeah. and-
1: <laughs> you're part of the claim to fame um, yeah. i think we had a couple of thousand people sign up the first day wow um it was, yeah it was it was crazy um it was all hands on deck um you know responding to people's inquiries emails we had live chat going it was it was great if we had phones they'd be ringing off the hook um We've got about 65,000 people who have, who have signed up, now. Excellent. Uh, which, is, which is fantastic. Um, it's fantastic growth. It's, it's so rewarding for me to see uh, where we started out for myself and, and Wayne, my co-founder, starting out almost three years ago, trying to, trying to get this thing up and going and really going through the process with the regulators and, and um, all of our different partners to bring it all together. To being able to launch a product and have so many people validate our our idea uh, and and love it at the same time, it's it's pretty awesome.
0: Now you you mentioned Wayne, um, one of the biggest challenges facing any founder, if they're not te- a tech person, is finding a high caliber CTO. And you know you've got one of the very best in Australia in in Wayne Baskin, who's also one of the co-founders at Booktopia. Um, how did you manage to go about attracting such a kind of key hire as one of the early people to join the business?
1: Yeah, so I have to agree with you. Wayne is, is one of the, if not the highest caliber tech guy, tech guys I, I know. Um, you know, he, he's really driven the, the platform to where it is, um, making sure all of the, um, you know, obviously the, the tech works. But there's a huge amount of regulation and administration orders that go behind it as well, which falls under, under his, his remit. But in terms of attracting, attracting him to the business, Wayne, Wayne has been a good friend of mine. Um, I, I reached out to him really early in the, you know, in the concept phase of Superhero and I said, hey, can you have a look at this? I'd love you to be an advisor and help me. Get this going, and um, he he um, he looked at it and he said, "This is this is the, you're onto something here. I don't want to be your advisor." It's sort of like, so it's really good, but you don't want to be involved. He's like, "No, I want to be your co-founder." So so I was pretty I was pretty um, I was pretty excited. Um, so yeah, so he he jumped jumped in uh, really really early on. It was about three three years ago. Uh, just last month, actually, was, was the three-year anniversary of kicking, kicking things off. Um, so, yeah, he, he's got a lot on his plate. He's the deputy CEO and CTO at Booktopia, which is, which is going fantastically well mm. as well. So listed they listed recently. Yeah, late, late last year, and they, had, um, they just announced their quarterly earnings. They're up about 260%, which is, wow. which is fantastic. Um, so he has two full-time jobs. So he's full time at Octopia. He's full time at <laughs> Superhero. I don't know how he does it. I, I think he he certainly needs to sleep. I don't know if he actually does. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, he, he's uh, been a, a massive win for business, and um, yeah, he's certainly uh, my business partner in everything we do. Mm. Um, and yeah, we, we've put together a, a great uh, foundation. Being superhero as it is now, um, mm. and, you know, I certainly see it being a much bigger business as we go forward yeah
0: and how, how many people have you got in the company now John number
1: thirty started today wow. so we've got thirty thirty people in the business yeah
0: how is so it being launched yeah how' has it been launched in a business in the midst of a global pandemic
1: yeah it was it was pretty interesting the the timing we were very fortunate with the timing. So in March last year, we had been working on superhero for about two and a half years, or about about two years. Um, and global markets crashed. We didn't have a product in the market. the The business was around superannuation. It wasn't just around trading. Um, the superannuation part is coming. Watch the space. Um, the the global markets. Crashed credit markets started started tightening, um, you know pretty much everything fell off a cliff, and we had to do some serious soul searching you know we had a we had a product that was far far from an mVp it was it was way more developed because we'd been working on it for so long. Um, we had gone through a huge amount of regulatory uh you know checks and balances and and we, we had limited cash in in the tin. So we actually decided that we would strip out some of that superannuation uh, regulatory overlay that sits under APRA's um, remit. And, and we launched the, the trading platform direct to consumers, which, which at the time was, you know, there was this huge flurry of investors moving into, into global equities uh, because the markets had tanked so quickly. But they retraced so quickly as well and they've and they obviously kept going since then so it was it was actually a really interesting time to to launch um, we, we were able to to acquire a huge number of customers very quickly there was a huge demand for for you know this sort of product in the market and a huge lift in awareness across the market as well I remember it was actually around the gamestop time um, but I remember coming home home one day, and my wife said, "Have you seen this? Have you seen this GameStop company?" I said, like, "Yeah. What, what do you mean? She's never. I've been a broker for 15 years. She's never <laughs> spoken to me about stocks ever in my entire career." And I was like, yeah, she's like, this thing just keeps going up. We should buy some. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, so she's obviously been on Facebook forums. Maybe maybe even read it. So, yeah, there's this huge lift in awareness around, around you know, wealth creation. Mm-hmm. Everyone was at home. They were in lockdown. They were trying to supplement their, their, their salaries with, with other ways of, of generating wealth. So, yeah, I mean, timing, we, we were very fortunate with, with the timing
0: Mm. Very so when, when you look back over this last 12 months, what, what would you say you, you're most prou- proud of that you've achieved at super, you and the team have achieved at superhero?
1: Well, we've only been in market for eight months. So if we look back over 12 months, I would say the launch actually getting the product up and running. Um, would, you know, would have to be number one. Um the team that we've built and the culture of the team is is certainly up there as well. Like we, we've got a fantastic team here. Um, everyone loves coming to work every day. We're all in the office, um, you know, whether it's, whether it's team lunch or, or ping pong tournaments or, or working through, you know, some of the challenges and, and, you know, some of the triumphs um, we're, we're all, we're all in it together. And, and that's certainly something that, that makes me very proud. Um and you know excited to come come to work every day
0: fantastic look, and I guess this is the people's choice award, john so um if people are, for those that are listening you know why why should they vote for superhero
1: yeah and I you don't have to I be think... humble <laughs> here right yeah <laughs> uh, look, you know i think i think um you know the, the, the people will vote for for the company that that resonates most with them um and certainly what we've seen is, is our product is resonating in the marketplace. Uh, you know, we, we, have, we, we have our first sort of goal is to love the customer, to love our customers, and, and make sure that they have the best experience. That's number one for us. And, you know, the, the feedback that we see on, on, our social, on our social pages and emails, um, you know, giving feedback about the platform and things, you know, while there's some constructive criticism, there's, there's, you know, overwhelming support for what we've done and how we're, we're changing people's lives, and that it makes me very proud to be able to to bring this to, to people, and it's fantastic to see so many people, um, you know, welcome it and and sign up. So I, I hope you know every one of our customers would would vote for us, and I hope so many more who who are yet to be our customer will also you know believe in what we're trying to do, and, and um,
0: you know, see that and and, uh, and vote for us as well. Well, John, congrats to you and everybody at Superhero for making the finals. I mean, you're in such a esteemed company. The competition just gets stronger every year. And so, it's a, you know, it's, a, it's such a great achievement for you to get this far. And we wish you all the best in the finals. Uh, thanks,
1: Dexter. Thanks for all of your support as well. It's, it's been, been great to have another chat with you.
0: Thank you to MasterCard for sponsoring and presenting the Award for Emerging Fintech Organization of the Year at this year's Finneys. We look forward to seeing everyone on the 9th of June in Melbourne. And don't forget to make your vote in the People's Choice Awards.